the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Ken Elvin, and today's guest has a deep passion for real estate, helping people and running random quality checks on her clients' fruit trees. All the way from Portland, Oregon, decorated Remax agent and uh, nominee for top 30 under 30, Amanda Rammer. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I mean, it goes without saying, I look at your track record, Icons of Real Estate, you fit the bill. And what I've found and what I like to do at the start of any one of my episodes is uh, is, is go on that journey because there's a story to be told. You're the best person to tell it. So mm-hmm. take us on that journey from then till now in real estate. Oh my gosh, go back from the start. I mean, you can you can simplify it a little bit. Like you can leave, you can okay. leave that, you can no, leave that. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Easy, easy. Um, okay, so I started obtaining my license in 2014. I was a sophomore in college at the time. Um, got my license at the very beginning of 2015, so about eight and a half years ago. I was a junior in college, um, and I just went head first, dive right into it. Um, at the time, I was also working as a waitress, so I was um, working as much as I could at the office, full-time in school, and waitressing four nights a week, normally um, Thursday through Sunday. Um, And I did that for about nine months until I was confident enough with my income from real estate to leave that. and, and then I just kept rolling. I mean, I wanted to start in college because I didn't know if I was going to like it. And the goal was like, if I like real estate, I can pursue that after school instead yeah. of trying it after school um, or going into the workforce or, you know, whatever they say you do after you get a college degree. Um, get a job. But I loved it. And I, <laughs> yes. No, literally work for the man. Um and I, and I loved it. And so I kept going and, you know, exponentially every year, the last eight years, my business has grown um, in different ways, different forms. But, um, you know, I'm really, really blessed to be where I'm at now. And I've all the trials and errors. I've been through everything. I've, I've bought the leads. I've I've failed. I've been on a team. You know, I've done all those things. And um, it was a lot of growth and it got me to where I am now. And I wouldn't change any of it. And, and it sounds, it sounds like from, from your, yeah, that perfectly answers the question. The one thing I noticed straight off is like right out of college, uh, you were putting yourself through this and you were working like cr- crazy hours. So I think it's, it's, it's safe to say you're not afraid of hard work. You're not afraid of getting your hands dirty. No, I was obsessed with it. I mean, I was obsessed with work. And I think for the first few years, it's probably an unhealthy obsession. Like, you know, all I wanted to do was work. And if I wasn't working, you know, I was, you were thinking there was about no it. hour you, yes. And there was no hour you couldn't reach me. You could reach me at any time. And, and I've, since changed that to find work-life balance um, because it almost became a fear and like became mm. a fear of missing that next lead, um, missing that phone call and like just disappointing clients. And I realized um, 
and it took a while. I realized that like it was okay to step away. Nobody would get mad at me if I went on vacation. Um, and you know, and I felt like they would. I felt like my clients would leave me if or I that went on vacation. Or that someone would swoop in and snatch them away yes. from you while they were unprotected. Yes, <laughs> like they didn't like me. Yes, and there was all these unhealthy fears, and it took a lot of um, just like upbraiding them, I guess, or just going out and doing things and realizing that it's okay. Like it's okay to have a life too, um, to get where I am now, which is traveling a lot and leaving a lot and, and really, um, separating myself from my business to also have a life because there is so much more than real estate. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you brought up work-life balance because I wasn't quite sure how I was going to introduce it. I mean, we were speaking about it before the show. And, and for me, that's, and for a lot of our guests, that's something as foreign as the Loch Ness Monster. It's like, what is that? Um, but but let's go back to to your to your your start in real estate. Have you always been with Remax? Have you ever, I mean, yes. what's, what's, uh -huh. what's kept you there? What attracted you? What's kept you there all these years? Yeah, so actually, um, it was kind of a fluke. I had a bunch of regulars that visited me at the restaurant I worked at in college. And, um, you know, they always ask college student, right? Like, what do you want to do after school? It was always like after school, what do you want to oh. do? And I was talking to some regulars one night and I said, you know, I actually want to jump into real estate. I would love to get started, um, but I don't know where to start. And I want to do it before I graduate. And they just smiled at me. And I was like, what? And it happened that, Lorena Tier, who was at that table, her and her husband, she was a recruiter for Remax. And I literally had no idea what she did. I, she had never brought it up with me. And I brought it up to her, which was the most Both. ironic thing. Best. And so she encouraged me. Yeah, she encouraged me to get my license. Um, and I just felt safe joining there. Um, and it quickly became a family at Remax Integrity. I still love Remax Integrity. And I'm like under their umbrella. Um, I'm with Remax Northwest, which is owned by the same um, brokerage as Remax Integrity now. And so I've been with the same family because like, there was no reason for me ever to leave. I get a ton of business from agents all over the country who are Remax. And I'm known within Remax on the West Coast and, you know, and more of a wide scale. So why would I ever leave? You know, 17 referrals last year from other agents. Most people don't get that. Like, I, no, I have no reason to leave. Most people, most, most realtors aren't selling that period. So, I mean, the fact that you're yeah. doing that just from sphere of influence uh, and referrals yeah. goes to show that not only do you have that network like set up and it's working for you, but you also know how to actually close them. Like that's the, that's the, yeah. that's the really that's the most key. important part. Exactly right. So if you're a Remax agent, send them to, send them to Amanda. She'll actually make you money. Uh, <laughs> but now let's talk about new yeah. agents. People who wanted to start off, you you said when you were speaking about it, the people at the the, the table had like a little quiet smile, like ha uh, whatever 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 was going through their head. Someone asked you that same question. They want to get into real estate. What's your advice? Oh boy, I have worked up a long PDF at this point of advice because it's so much more than that. Like. Um, real estate looks fun and I have a number of clients who get licensed maybe one to two every year who get licensed because they work with me and they've always wanted to do it and I and I made it so fun that they thought it was easy right okay congratulations my job was done you thought it was easy but yeah. it's I mean the furthest thing from the truth right so I mean for new agents getting in I, I, I always say like humble yourself um, you're not going to make a lot of money if you have a part-time job at a restaurant or something, keep it. 
you need to focus on learning as much as possible. I was actually on the phone with a new lender yesterday and I was giving him the same advice. He called me, he was referred to me um, and I have a number of lenders that I love, um, but I'm always happy to chat with somebody and, and just kind of say, just speak the word to them of like what you should do, which is learn, learn, learn. <laughs> yeah. Find somebody who you can get underneath on a team and learn everything you love, but everything you hate. You know, yeah. I joined a team after six months and I quickly learned everything I hated about the business and everything I never wanted to be. And it was the most valuable lessons because, you know, I do want to grow a team um, hopefully soon, but some point. Right. And I know a lot of the things that I hated being on that team. So who do I who do I want to be as a leader and who do I not want to be? Um, mm. I want to feel valued. I want people who want to work hard, but I want them to grow with yeah. me, not grow and then leave me. Um, Fair enough. So I also get to the cost of everything, but we, we don't need to get into that. It's an expensive business. doesn't seem well, like it, but it is you expensive. Kinda, you kind of hinted at it already. If you've, got a, if you've got a job, just hold on to it for a while. I, I've, I've said time yeah. and time again to my guests, um, in my own experience, real estate is a, it can absolutely be a get rich quick um, route, but it is never going to be a get rich easy. You're going to have to put no. in the real work and be willing to, uh, to cash in that sweat equity that one of my, uh, that, that phrase that one of my other guests put so perfectly. Sweat that. equity. Yeah. yeah. Sweat, yeah. sweat wiki, sweat, sweat wiki. Let's not put it into a shirt. No hashtags here. No. <laughs> So another thing I've I've always said is I believe what we do as realtors we're not in the business of property we're in the business of people and and mm -hmm. that that sort of lends itself nicely to one of the things I know that you keep close to to what you do and that's humanizing the business making sure it's authentic to you something that you can you can do and you've got that integrity from start to finish so what are you doing what are you doing to do that and how are you um, aiming to set yourself apart from all your competitors yeah, you know, a few years ago, this gal said to me when I was ranting on a Facebook page with other realtors about not being taken seriously, she said, well, if you wore a pantsuit, maybe people would take you more seriously. Oh, and wow. I thought, okay, one, hilarious, but two, that will never be me, you know? And I realized really quickly from even that small, ridiculous statement that I was always going to be true to myself. And I was never going to be the person that wears the suit to work. I mean, I live in Portland. We are a very casual city. I'm not going to dress in pajamas, but, you know, I'm going to be true to myself and keep it fun. Like I'm, I'm naturally like a goofy person. I really like to make sure my clients are at ease. If I came in there just ready to do business with paperwork in hand in a briefcase, I yeah. probably scare away half my clients. Absolutely. Um, so for me, it's, um, you know, it's about having fun and it's about like a learning journey. And I, I take and or I meet every client where they are. So if this is a really knowledgeable client, like it's an investor and they don't need as much from me, that's what they're going to get. But I yeah. give my clients, you know, each individually what they need and, and, and nothing more or less um, to make sure that their individual experience is the best for suited for them mm. every time, no matter who totally. it is. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Okay. Clear your mind. Get ready. This is going to be a quick one. Favorite thing about okay. Portland. Go. Food. 
knew. Dude. I knew. I was, I was testing you. I was testing you. I was testing you. So, so what? What about Portland in particular? Why? Why is Portland food making you so crazy? We are the food hub. I don't care where you live. I don't care if it's in New York. I've been in New York endless times. I do not care where you live. Portland is the food hub of the United States, and it is known. We have some of the best restaurants. You're an amazing chef. You come here to open a restaurant, and there a lot of them are mom and pop shops. Like one owner, you know, like it. people who've been passionate about food who want to open restaurants. Restaurants do well here. They they didn't close during COVID. People support like the food carts. Doesn't matter anything. That's anything awesome. You want. Doesn't matter what type of food it is. Haitian, Indian. Like Greek, Mediterranean, I can name them all. We can go anywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and truly, I, have, I have been on separate calls with Amanda where she mentions uh, uh, names of restaurants that I've never heard of before. So I can tell you, take it super seriously. Um, <laughs> and 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 you take it, you take it a, a step further every now and then, which I, I mean, I love. You've you said you're quirky, you own that, and I can see that. And uh, like more power to you. What's your favorite? Like, if you if you're walking onto a, a property, you're gonna go see a buyer seller, and there's a particular like, what's the sort of what's the fruit that you see in their property? There's no, like, there's shameless. You're just gonna go for it. You're gonna eat it. Fig. What is that? A fig. Figs. Oh a, yeah, man. A That's a good fruit. We, good figs answer. do. Yeah, they do so well in the West. I can imagine. And mm -hmm. um, if I get if I see a fig leaf, on because the trees are beautiful. If I see a fig leaf, the first thing I'm looking for, depending on the time of year, which we're about, I think, a month or two out from, like, fig season. Um, I'm checking for the fruit. Yes, 100%. But I won't eat anything. Awesome. Like, <laughs> Love it, man. Except if it doesn't look edible, then I won't. Well, yeah, I think I think if, if you're not entirely sure, I mean, I've seen enough 90s, yeah. uh, 90s uh, uh, sitcoms to know. If you're not quite sure of the fruit, steer away. But before we round things off, I always like to find out a bit more about marketing strategies. Like you as a as a as a as a realtor, you're gonna prioritize putting your brand out there. Um, and I know you have your referral network and everything else. What are you doing to actively, if anything, put your brand out there and try to generate business for yourself? Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't do anything. Ah, which is, is I don't know if it's good me. or bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> Um, you know, I used to spend a lot of money on Zillow leads when I was first getting started to build my business because I'm not from Portland. And mm -hmm. once I got comfortable with my business where it was a couple years ago, three or four, I dropped it completely and haven't spent a dollar on any sort of marketing sense. Um, and other than that, it's pretty much word of mouth. I, you know, my clients give me referrals and my friends and um, I get a lot of lender referrals because I'm very patient with first time buyers who are challenging. Um, I and I, I love first time buyers. So, yeah, nothing, nothing at all. There's a, lot, there's, a, there's a lot to be said about first time buyers. I mean, they do need a little bit of extra, uh, I call it cuddling or foreplay because they don't know. You don't know. You have to take them through the whole yeah. process. But the one advantage is they don't have any bad habits and that's like that's something yeah. that's something you can't you can't put enough of a value on but that's great so someone no, and someone's, they appreciate it absolutely uh, and uh if someone's if someone's in the portland area they either want to link link up with you because they want to find out whether you know where the best fruit trees are best restaurants or they want to refer business through to you what's the best way to get in touch with you amanda um, oh gosh, either email or text call me, um, you know, Amanda Raymer at remax.net or my phone number 541-285-3818. I pick up almost every call unless it's spam and I still answer spam because it's freaking title companies. 
all the time. Like, <laughs> it's spam. Oh. Oh, I love it. Amanda, really enjoyed having your energy on the show. And uh, I, 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 hope, I hope we can keep in touch. And at some stage when you break yeah. those barriers and, and get that team like you said you wanted to get, uh, or when you make the front page of uh, the opening of a, a new ready crazy good restaurant in Portland that you'll be that you'll come out back onto the show and give us an update you bet I'm down for that anytime absolutely awesome so for myself Ken Elbin at Arkansas Real Estate Podcast and Amanda Raymer over at Remax Portland Oregon thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode mm-hmm.